This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn along with Eric Barfell. Glad you're here, Eric. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Here, first thing, man, we get in the office, we're just like cranking out podcasts today. Yeah. Nine, nine thirty. Nine thirty. Um, yeah. But <laughs> we've been sitting in this chair chit-chatting <laughs> for, for the last 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> I know. We were supposed to already be done this at 10 minutes. We've been talking our time away. Anyway, uh, what I'd like to talk about is worldview today. You know, how do we view the world? And Genesis 1 has always been so instructive to me on how we view the world because it starts out, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth in Genesis 1.1. And that's always been so helpful to know because I know I'm here. And there's a lot of things that come out of that, like purpose, life has meaning, there's a reason, right? God made us. Yeah, absolutely. We were talking about this in our our group last night as far as, like, uh, the difference between all animal life and human life is there is a soul, there is purpose, there is meaning. Right. It's not that animals have no purpose. I mean, in their own ecosystem and stuff, yes. In comparison to humans, no. Right. There's no, there's no purpose for an animal beyond just life on earth. Right. Where for humans, it's, it's you know, we live for eternity. Right. Or we have eternal value, I should say. Animals... Animals do not. Don't have a soul. Right. They right. don't have a spirit that, that lives on. And we love our animals, obviously. We love yeah, wildlife. Right, and right. I think it's great. Um, I don't always think their behavior is great. Right. You know, when I see like a cat and a mouse, I mean, it's pretty, it gets pretty brutal. Big fish eating little fish, yeah. you know, the way the world works. But yeah, I do agree. I mean, we're not here by accident either. And one of the things, if you look at evolution compared to creation, which I believe in creation, evolution is everything is random chance. There's no rhyme and there's no reason. We're just here and everything is more meaningless. Mm-hmm. Where when you think about, no, I mean, this world is extremely orderly. And by the way, it looks like it's created. Oh, yeah. When you look at how perfect everything is. Oh, yeah. It screams out design. I I truly can't fathom the Big Bang Theory. Right. And, and again, we're talking about this in our group last night. It's like, yeah, if you want like full control, control we called it uh you want all knowledge you want all understanding yeah you'll dismiss any idea of god and try to come up with some explanation so you're in control you have full understanding and knowledge where to to consider the existence of god and god created the heavens and the earth like like we believe you kind of surrender a, a portion of control and you put it into faith Believing that God did create all that we have right. and all that we see. Right. So if you want full control, yeah, you're probably going to dismiss faith in God. Right. The existence of God. Does that make sense? Yeah, because every bad theology justifies bad behavior. That's what it's for. To me, mm-hmm. every bad theology out there is, bottom line is, I get to do what I want. Yeah, and I'm right, gonna right. I'm gonna make a theology that allows me to do what I want. So if so I you want justify yeah your own so, behaviors. Hey, stuff, there's no right. God. It's just me. I can do whatever I want. I'm an animal. How many there should be songs? Do it like the animals. Why? Because they want to justify their immorality. They want to justify what they want to do and following their urges and their passions. And there's no boundaries. There's no law. There's no God saying, "Hey, don't behave that way." Right. You do what you want. So uh, to me, 
all bad theology is about bad behavior. Yeah, when you look at point. Christianity, it's not the way we want to go. Christianity is not going the way man just wants to flow. Mm-hmm. There's there's, yeah. there's rules to it that actually are better for you right, in the right. long run. But when I look at the creation of the world, it would, to me, for evolution or any kind of random chance, would be like saying that if we shot enough paintballs at a canvas that eventually the Mona Lisa would come out. It would be eventually luck into, and the Mona Lisa isn't nearly as complicated as your DNA. Right, right. Not nearly as complicated as your system. But so even if you said, okay, I'll give you that in 1 billion years, you could shoot enough, fire enough paintballs that it would create the Mona Lisa. But what about every other work of art in the world? What about Van Gogh? What about Monet? What about right. all these other artists in the world? Are we saying that we could recreate every every painting? There's a lot of animals out there. There's a lot of bugs out there. There's a lot of different kinds of things out there. Uh, plants out there. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So we're, so we're saying that like everyone just ended up perfectly at a yeah, random chance. Right, right. No, I'll never forget ninth grade. We were, I was talking to these two dudes in my locker after our biology class, you know, talking about evolution. I was like, you guys actually believe lightning bolt struck a puddle of mud and we got, they're like, oh, absolutely. Right. How many other times has lightning struck earth and we've gotten what new life from that? Right. Nothing. Right. It was, it was one thing and we have, and we have iPhones now? Right. Are you kidding me? And in the history of the world, I mean, in, all, in man's history, there's no evidence at all that anything else is evolving. I, Monkey's always a monkey all the way back. Right. Human's always a human. Uh, cat's always a cat in the fossil record all the way back. And plus, one of the things, too, I read one time, I forget where it was, was how many systems are interdependent. In other words, I can't take one of your systems away from, like I can't take your nervous system out. I can't take your respiratory mm-hmm. system. You can't take your circulatory system. Can't take your digestive system. Uh, we'd be nowhere without a reproductive system, right? So right, you, you look right. at all the systems. Yeah. You would, to believe in evolution, you would have to believe that every system morphed at the same time perfectly. But, but all these systems are interdependent. It's not mm-hmm. possible that every system just mm-hmm. by accident gets no, here. I yeah, mean, it's so no, far-fetched. No. It's, it's unbelievable. But what we have here is God saying about man in Genesis one twenty-seven. So God created mankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And I like that because, like you were saying earlier, we're not a higher form of animal. You know, we're way different mm-hmm. than that. We're created to relate to God. You're made in the image of God. That gives life value, life in a nursing home, life in the womb, and all life in between. Life of any nationality, any race. It doesn't matter who you are. Life has value. And I think that's something America needs to get back to when you see some of the mass shootings that are happening, whether it's a bank or a school or a grocery store or a concert Mm -hmm. event. These things are disturbing. And somebody obviously did not value the life of the people around us. You need to value life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that and that's from conception all the way to death. Uh, a lot of people are fixated on one stage of, or age and stage of development. It's like, well, no, no, no. You got it. You can't pick and choose. It's all it's all of it. Right. The sanctity of of life. Right. As long as they are alive. You got to have that same value. And they have to be treated that way. They don't lose value, actually. Right. Yeah. No, you can't because. Being in the image of God means, you know, you have intellect, emotion, and will is the typical way we look at right, it. Right, right. And that makes you a person. You know, you can reason, you can relate. And, you know, the animals, 
they're great. I love our cats. They've uh, never wrote a, written a book. They've never built a hospital. They've never. They never will. Never will. Right. Mankind. Hate to break it to you. Right. Mankind's one that can. We have that intellect. We have that reasonability. We have those emotions. Mm-hmm. God does too, and that allows us to connect with God because God is also a person. One time, somebody freaked out at me because I said God is a person. He is not a person. I'm like, he certainly is a person. You're mm-hmm. confusing human with person. Yeah. He's not human. He's, He's still man. personal. Right. 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 He has intellect. He has emotion. He has will. We're created in his image. Mm-hmm. He was tempted in There's every way. Personal. Right. He's not because personal as opposed to blind force. Electricity is power. Hmm. It's blind. There's no personhood to electricity, to a microwave, to UV light coming from the sun. Like there's no person right. to it. Right. Where Just God's power, there's no, there's personality there. There's someone you can talk to, somebody who loves us, somebody who cares about us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's part of the image of God. And then there's the male-female part. What do you think about that? I mean, you've been teaching young people in a day where genders are super confused. And, you yeah, know, you're, right. you're actually teaching kids that, you know, your, your sex you're born with isn't your gender. And, you know, you could be born a boy but really be a girl. and Or non-binary or asexual or pansexual or whatever. I mean, there's so many terms for it. Mm-hmm. I get lost in that jungle, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of it's, it's kind of funny, kind of not. But I've taught this now, um, a series in youth group on relationships, marriage, sex, dating, the whole, the whole nine yards. And I always open it up for questions towards the end of our series. And homosexuality always comes up. Um, I think this is the third time. We just finished it. This is the third time in my you know, start my six years here. And every year we add to the homosexuality slide more letters and symbols. Right. It used so to be LGBTQ. LGBT. Right. And then there was a Q. Right. Now there's a QIA. I'm like, I tell you, I'm like, y'all be honest. I don't actually know what they are or like, I know what the word is. I, I don't know what that means. Right. I don't care to know. And in, in this last year, a few weeks back, in, in preparation for it, you know, I'm doing my research in, you know, what the Bible actually says about it. I was like, all right, let me, for the sake of argument, let me do some research on the other side, on the homosexuality side. So I just do a, a brief Google search, click on the first. It was just a glossary of all the terms. And I was like, oh, this will probably be beneficial to me because I don't know the terms. Right. Opening sentence on the website. These terms and phrases are ever-changing and evolving. They will mean different things to different people. And it was written in 2020. Right. It's like, okay, right off the bat, you're saying this is not sound. It's ever-changing. What it means to you could be different than what it means to me. Right. So where is the solid ground to stand on in in any of the – we're talking about terms here. The definition. Where's the solid ground on that? Right. Oh, it's ever-changing? Right. Well, well, there's all I, I, I mean, it, it, again, it's, it's comical really. Right. So it's like, okay, I've done my research, but it's always changing. So it, it, it to me means it doesn't matter. Right. It's going to change in three months. And what it means to me is different than what it's going to mean to you based on the confession of their website. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's like, well, I think you made a great point too, because I heard it come from uh, one of the, one of your leaders was talking about it, and they liked how you said, would you rather be built on a foundation that's ever changing or on the word of God mm-hmm. that doesn't change and it's solid as something you can stand on. And that's really when you think about this, it, okay, you could have a world and maybe maybe the world isn't, you know, running headlong into transgender, is it's running headlong into we believe in Bill and Asherus like they used to in the old testament. You know, this mm-hmm. God, this God, this God, this God, mm-hmm. or goddess. 
and we're going to worship this pantheon of gods. Then you come back to what the Bible says, no, the Lord God, there's only one. Mm -hmm. So we as Christians, we would stand on that and we'd say, no, there's only one God. We have a God that says, I made a male and female. Now we have a world that's running after all kinds of different genders and possibilities and combination. And it's so confusing a lot because I have read through multiple terms. And at times then I'm like, wasn't that term the same as this term, you know, 10 before it? And it sounds like you're saying the exact same thing. It's just a different Mm -hmm. term, so on and so forth. I just like to stick to the simplicity, but we do have a lot of confusion when it comes to gender today Mm -hmm. where kids are, I don't know if they're encouraging them or where this is coming from. If this is TikTok stuff, YouTube stuff, school stuff, I don't want to blame everything on the schools because when kids have phones in their hands, who knows where that's leading them. I mean, some of this information. Mm -hmm. No, we, that's the thing. We do know where it's leading them. We're living it right now. Well, no, I'm saying where they're getting it from. Right. I'm saying what the source of information. I'm not saying right. I'm not saying where it's leading them. I'm saying who's leading them into it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not sure like what the source is. I think sometimes the natural thing is to blame the schools. The schools are somehow teaching this, and I think maybe some schools are in different districts. I don't know. If According to the news, yeah. yeah I don't know that <laughs> this district. Yeah, I don't know news, here yeah. in Northeast Ohio we are. So I don't want to blame them for it. But wherever they're getting it, whether it's school or it's just because they were watching a TikTok video or because they heard it from a friend, it's gotten super confusing. I mean, I heard at one point, there's one class and it wasn't a local school where every kid in the class said they were bisexual. I mean, it's not statistically even possible, Mm -hmm. but they all thought that they were. Now that confusion is coming from somewhere. We've got to get back to the word of God. Now they were saying a couple things that I looked at. One stat I saw yesterday is 5% of young adults, young adults say that they're transgender. Transgender means that you do not identify with the gender you were born with. So if you're born a boy, you don't identify as being a boy. If you're born a girl, you don't identify as being a girl, right? I mean, that by definition is what transgender is. You're, Hmm. you believe your gender is different than your, your biology. If 5% of young adults believe that, and let's say a young adult is a college-age student, for sake of argument, that would mean one out of every 20 you meet is confused. That, to me, is a lot. If I line up and I run into 20 people at a baseball game or I run into 20 at a mall or I run in, which is not going to take you long at Christmas time walking through a mall to see 20 young people, it's not going to take you long at a baseball game to run into 20 young people. That mm-hmm. one out of every 20 is confused. I, I think that to me is staggering. Teens make up 7% of the population, 18% of the gen- transgender population. So in other words, there's way more teens that are transgender than adults. Now, something's skewed here. When you look at these kind of numbers, something's like way skewed and way out of balance. It's almost like you're producing this at a time. Like not only, not only is it a problem, yes, I do admit, I mean, some people are probably going to be confused there, there's mental mental health things of all kinds in our world, all right? So this rack this up as another one. To come here and say that big, like 18%, so almost one, again, you're almost back to that one out of every 20. No, mm-hmm. more than that. You would be at 20%, you would be 20 out of every five. 100 yeah. would be. So then what, five out of every 20, if I'm doing it right, then would be teenagers of your whole transgender population that almost 20 per every hundred is a teenager. Well, guess what? Hmm. Teenagers is a way, I mean, that's 13 to 19. 
Right. The rest of the population is, let's say, for sake of argument, 19 or 20 to 100. There's a lot more people 20 to 100 than there are 13 to 19. So that, to me, there's obviously somebody's in here under the hood pushing this agenda. It has to be to mm-hmm. get those kind of numbers. So I think that's why, and this is, by the way, where we do see it more often. We do see it with the young people. We do see well, yeah, them they're more all these things. Yeah, and I think they're getting hammered with it more and more. I mean, oh, yeah. on TV and so on and so forth. So I, I look at this kind of stuff and say, you know, you people are saying that they can, you know, transfer and, you know, there's girls trying to become boys sometimes, uh, boys trying to become girls. Well, boys trying to become girls is more common, actually, than girls trying to become boys. Mm-hmm. But to me, if you were going to say your gender is different, why would you have to change into anything? Yeah, that's... You know what I'm saying? I, I These are the questions I have when it comes to it. Right. Like, yeah, why it would you? Why would you... Well, why would you have to change into anything? And also, where's the testing? You and I were talking earlier. Like, I can't come and say... To somebody, I can't come up to the principal of my school and say, hey, listen, I have cancer. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, oh, wow, okay, you know, you better get checked out to see if that's really true, right? You know, people always walk around right. and say they have cancer without a diagnosis, but you can walk around as a boy, you can walk around school and just declare, I'm a girl. Right, yeah, it's... Is there any testing on that? Yeah, it's, it's inconsistent, <laughs> you for know sure. What I'm oh, yeah, yeah, right, it's right. Like, it's a... Me- this, I, I would say... Changing your your sex, you know, if you're going to take boy parts off of you and try to get girl parts on you, I would say that's pretty medical. Yeah. You know what I'm it, saying? Okay. Quite literally irreversible, too. Right. There's no going back. No going back. Where, Where is, is there any evidence for this? Is there any testing for this? Or we just say if right, somebody comes right. in it's, and they're confused, some little 12-year-old comes in, says that's what they want to do, then we're going to be pumping hormones into them. Mm-hmm. These are the things, like, I, I'm wondering about, like, shouldn't we be, like, testing them? I mean, shouldn't the government have a vested interest say, hey, guys, whoa, 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 slow down. We're going to start running some tests on this to really see if this is, in fact, the case. If, if you really are, if you really have that. You know, there's got to be some way to determine that. The other thing that I notice is you have way more drag queens than, let's say, women dressing up like guys. Way more. Hmm. You don't see, I mean, in this county, let's put it this way, or anything I see, you see drag queens, you see men wanting to come and prance around in front of little kids as drag queens, right? Yeah. Transgender kind of thing. Also, they, they want to do it. I don't see as many women wanting to do it. How come there are more men wanting to do this than women? I, you know, I actually don't have an answer for that, believe it or not. <laughs> listen, listen, three times more men want to translate, want to go to being a woman than women want to be men. Now, if there's an even, like a true even scientific across the board, you would think it would be even between genders. If there's some type of dysphoria, yeah. that there would be an evenness, there'd be an equal number of women thinking they're men as there are men thinking they're Maybe women. Maybe those but men got not. too many speeding tickets. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I just think, go back to simplicity. I think our world needs to, and especially for our young people, God made a male and female. Let's mm-hmm. just stick to that. Being a guy is a great thing. If you're a guy, that's a great thing. If you're a girl, that's a great thing. Celebrate it. And yes, within being a girl, some are more tomboys than others. Doesn't mean you're a man. Some guys are more sensitive than others. Doesn't mean you're a woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's allowed to be, you're allowed to have a range of expression in there. Mm-hmm. And yep. so, so I, my whole simple thing has been this all along. If, you know, for bathrooms and everything they want to do is this. 
guy parts bathroom guy go to guy parts bathroom if you're got girl parts go to the girl parts bathroom just make it simple you know maybe we right, need to right. like graphically draw it on the door <laughs> this is, these parts look like this this is your place if your parts look like this this is your place yeah. or a lot of places just want to get out of it all it just just whatever you are just go in this bathroom like starbucks and tons of other places i'm in don't even have gender specific bathrooms anymore but also humanity was created good and that's part of worldview god saw all he made and it was very good i don't know what he would think about us today and our behavior to be honest with you but when he created us it was a good thing and i don't ever want to have the mentality humanity's bad yeah right 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 no there's definitely a sinful nature to it but you know all this it's it stems from the same thing there's a sin problem right you know it's it's on us to it's on our viewers too to to preach repentance, right? To let them know you do have a sin issue, right? Like I said on Good Friday, there is a separation because of your sin from you and God, right? God has offered us forgiveness; He's paid that price; He's He's been the sacrifice for our sins. But as the Bible, I mean, we all fall short of the glory of God, right? But God has paid the price to to bring us back to restore us. Yeah, yeah exactly. Coming back to truth is the best thing you can do. And, and if you had confusion on your gender or if you're created or if you're an image of God, if you're a human versus an animal, come back to what the truth is. No, you're created. Mm-hmm. You've got purpose, man. Your life has value. You're mm-hmm. created to be in the image of God. God created you good. So don't look at yourself as bad or the whole world necessarily is evil. We do have problems yeah. in the world, but I'm not going to look at every person I meet and think that they're bad or somehow evil. I realize right. no, all these people are in the image of God. Right. Just like I am. So Yeah, no. Thoughts thoughts and way. feelings change, they shift. Friend groups change, right. they shift, whatever. States of mind you're in for a season, for a time, whatever. Like it changes and that, and that's okay. Like that's a natural part of life, but the truth of God's word does not change. Right. And that's truthfully the beauty of it. Right. Because it is the solid foundation in which we need to and ought to build our lives upon right. because homosexuality, the website I referenced, you know, by its own confession, these terms are ever changing. Like, right. so why are you going to make a lifelong decision trans transition into whatever that you're going to feel differently later, right. right? Six months, five seconds, whatever, right. you know what I'm saying? Like build your, build your foundation on the truth of God's word that is unchanging. It's a slippery slope. Once you get away from what God's word teaches. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Slope. But we appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully it's been helpful and encourage you. You know, I definitely encourage you as parents to teach your kids the truth, get into the word of God, get into the Bible and show them these things that we've been talking about. So they know rock solid because we can only say so much on a Sunday morning, so much in a youth group. You've got your kids here all the time. I super encourage you to be expressing what the truth is. You all have a great and an awesome day.